Welcome back to It's Technically Romance, where we take a look at Hallmark films from our two different points of view. Mine being the somewhat cynical cenophile. And mine being the hopeless romantic. My name is Hamilton. And I'm Stephanie. And today we're going to be taking a look at making waves. We're going to be making some waves. Are, are we? I, in I, this episode. I didn't get that memo. I, uh, <laughs> I'm a little nervous now. Uh, but yeah, this is part of the, the summer fun Summer sing along, nights. Summer nights. Summer sing along. fun sing along. Ooh, I like that I one. I know. Uh, it's part of the summer nights that Hallmark's been doing. And, you know, these these tend to be hit or miss. This is, at least in my opinion, when Hallmark hits it or misses it pretty, pretty regularly on the year. So you would say they either hit it or they miss it. I think that's an accurate uh, estimate. Yeah. Estimate? I think that's an accurate assessment of what's happening here. So with that in mind, Stephanie... Yes, Hamilton. Was Making Waves a hit or miss for you? Is this a movie that you would love to watch again? Maybe, you know, in AC because it is very, very hot outside. Or is this one you have on the background while you are making your own waves with like a like a foot bath and you're splashing and you're having a good time so you can't really pay attention? Or is this one that you never want to watch again because you don't like waves? Where do, where do you, where do you, Sorry, you sit me. on this scale? You got me with that second one. Um, but I think I will be in that foot bath. Yeah. Uh, I would say this is a background watch sure. for me. Sure. What about you? Man, I might have to put a fence on this one. Oh, somebody's building some fences now. Yeah. Yeah. This one. Uh, yeah. This one's going to be. I. You know what? I would probably watch this one again on as a background, as a background. Okay, well, you you need to make that I'm clear. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I would watch this one again as a background um, just because the songs were catchy. I'm sorry. The song was catchy. And, the one uh, song. The one song was catchy, and it, it had a it had some good stuff going for it. It was, wasn't, you know, the best. It wasn't the bee's knees, but there was enough here to kind of kind of keep me interested and we'll talk about what what didn't work but this is a background watch for me yeah definitely worth definitely worth a watch down a in background o- watch down in obx definitely worth <laughs> a watch down in obx well let me give a quick plot summary please do for making waves amelia is looking for the next big indie band to impress her boss so she heads to the obx for a music festival where the figure eights are playing She runs into her old friend, Will, who just so happens to be the front man of the band. As they reconnect, old feelings are stirred up, Mm. and they find that sometimes when you make waves, Mm. you get exactly what you've always wanted. Which is wet feet. (laughs) Uh, That was great. That was great. I'm glad you added making waves in there. I know you had a blast doing that. I can just I, I can just see yourself laughing as you wrote that. Um, let's get some one thing out of the way. I don't, you know, I've been to the Outer Banks, you know, a few times. Um, I don't think people call it the OBX, like the locals. I, I don't think that's a thing. It, it's a bumper sticker. You know, you see OBX on people's bumper stickers. I'm pretty sure that's a tourist thing. Um, yeah, I think it's just like the initials for it. Oh, I don't it think they actually say OBX. Yeah. It's just Outer Banks. But they said it in this film a, a couple of times, and I was like, that that doesn't sound right. But we aren't. We cannot say 100% for certain because we are not locals in the Outer Banks. So right. So if you are an OBX local, oh. do you call it the OBX? Is that a thing? I'm going to say it's not because going to restaurants and stuff, that, like, just 
I'm going to say no, but I'm curious to hear. Curious Maybe to it's hear. a Gen Z. Th- Maybe it's like the newer oh, generation. Man. They call it that. I don't no. Know. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think it's any secret that you and I, we don't tend to like the musical movies. So I was, I was kind of pleasantly surprised by this one in that regard. Yeah, I think they did it. Uh, I think they did a, a good job with it. I feel like it fit. It wasn't just like, let's throw some music in here. You know, they yeah. actually it was a woman that works in the music industry and they go to a music festival. So. Yeah, yeah, it fit the plot. It wasn't just like some bartender who all of a sudden is a country singer. You know, it really it felt grounded to me, and I think that's the the way I would call it. You uh, what? Do you, you want to say something? You. Uh, you're speaking to a particular No, no, I'm just pulling movie? something out of the top of my just head. Just random. Yep, yeah. Random, random plot. Well, it's sometimes you do have a random bartender who also sings because that is the plot of this movie as well. So. <laughs> Actually, you're right. <laughs> I didn't even think about that, but you're absolutely right. Wow. I know what you were talking about, but I don't think you realize that not. also That's is in beautiful. this movie. That's beautiful. Good catch. Good catch. <laughs> somehow this one worked, though. I don't somehow know. this one worked. So the thing I want to bring up right away as, you know, someone who was a graphic designer uh, for a little bit is, were you? I was, is the, the font choice in this movie, the waves, you know, they did, they made it look like waves, but that font appears everywhere in this film. So it appears in the title. It appears in the, um, her job, which I thought was odd. And then it also appears at the music festival. So this font is everywhere. This font is like the greatest font in this film's world. Maybe they had a contract with the font and, and that they it has had to, to use it. <laughs> it. I mean, go back and look at it. It's fascinating. For those of you out there, I'm sure there's a lot of you that love font as much as I do. Probably a lot. Or, t- or typography. At um, least five of at you. At least five of you. Go back and watch. But it, it appears everywhere in this film, which I thought was kind of kind of a fun little fact for y'all. I can honestly say I did not notice that. It's okay. I didn't notice the font. Me and four other people noticed <laughs> it. But other than the font, we also have main characters that we need to talk about. <laughs> We, yes, we do. Um, Holland Roden uh, plays Amelia. We have seen her once before in the Tyler Hines movie. That was not your favorite, but I enjoyed it. Time for him to come home for Christmas. Oh, oh no. Was that, was that the ice one? The best friend. No, it's the best friends and one of them dies and her and Tyler, you know. Oh, no. Play the little <laughs> will they, won't they game. I, I was not a fan of that. I did There's like There's music her. in that one as well, which that one was weird because it just kind of happened at the end. And she's eating all the time in that movie. She's eating all the time in this movie, too. And we, we're going to talk about it. I don't know if that's just something in Holland's contract. Like she loves she loves to eat in her movies, but. Both movies, now that we've seen huh. her, she is constantly eating That's in almost strange, every scene. That's a strange scene direction. This one was over the top. Like, almost every scene, she was eating something. Oh, my gosh, you're right. The hot... Yeah, wow. Wow. The con- we, We've stumbled onto something here, guys. But, yeah, she was in that movie, um, eating and eating in this one, too. Uh, how did you feel she did? Um, I thought she did well. I preferred her in the Tyler Hines movie, yeah. I would have to say. Um, I felt like this character was just kind of like, mm. mm-hmm. there wasn't, there wasn't a lot to her. I just, I don't know. I guess I wanted a little bit more from her. She was kind of just like, you know, just even, even down the road. Yeah. The, even down the road. No, I, I actually, I, that <laughs> makes total sense. Even down the road. She was very even down the road. Um, and Middle I Middle of the road. No, I like even down the road. Okay. Let's, let's go with that. I, I was a little... I'm just tired of 
of business ones where it's like, I'm the assistant. I need to get to the VP. Like I just, I'm just tired of that plot point guys. Um, we've seen it so often. And, yeah. I just really I want like, maybe I'm just going home for vacation or maybe I'm just going on vacation to the OBX as yeah. I do. Or maybe I just want to, maybe I'm happy at my job and I just want to sign this band. I mean, you don't need to always be chasing. Yeah. There's not always this promotion that you're yeah. trying for, or if you don't do it, you're just ruined and upset. Like, yeah, don't, don't love that. So I wasn't crazy about that. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Just, it was hard to, her character was a little hard to believe and a little hard to get into, but I thought she did, you know, and as far as acting goes, I thought she did a fine job. Yeah, I mostly just noticed her eating in every scene. But um, but yeah, let's get to the next main character. Yeah, please. Uh, Corey Cott mm-hmm. plays Will. And you want to know why this movie is a background watch for me. It's not because I really want to watch this movie again, but it's because I would just watch Corey Cott. God, he's amazing. And anything he does or says he's or a, he's sings. He's absolutely wonderful. He... In my mind, he carried this movie. He, he really, did. I mean, he's he, the only reason worth watching this movie. He carried this movie. So just really wonderful guy. Um, just his his mannerisms, the little things he would do, the little looks. I know how you're big on looks. Um, <laughs> oh, you mean his his look, not his like looks. physical, the way he looked. I mean, I, I am big I on his say. looks. <laughs> sure. But sure. also when he gives looks. Yeah. Yes. So he, I, I, I agree with you. He, he carried this movie, just a, a breath of fresh air. I, I need to see this man in more movies, like right away. Let's get that happen. Absolutely. I agree. So yeah, I mean, that's, he's about all this movie had going for me, unfortunately. You know, the romance wasn't terrible yeah. obviously and we'll talk about it so a little weird the <laughs> the big the big secret that that broke them apart was just strange that was a strange strange mm. one for me yeah and i have to say i feel like this movie did have potential yeah and there were some cute moments in it but for me personally the dialogue was not my favorite mm-hmm. It's sure. one of those dialogues where they speak about everything. Uh, lots of, do you remember this? Do you remember that? Yeah, I noticed and that And then too. they go into great detail. <laughs> do you remember that? But the things that they're remembering are like, do you remember breathing air this day? Like, yeah. of course you remember Do you remember summers at the OBX? <laughs> do you remember waiting in line at a concert? Like, I don't know. It just was like weird things to remember. Like they weren't very specific things. Like it was things that you would definitely remember but i know why they do it because we need to have that backstory um but it's just not my favorite type of dialogue so that was kind of you know a big miss for me yeah same same but let's go ahead and uh talk about our meet cute you know it's it's a meet cute that i'm a big fan of i love the i'm the person you're looking for but i'm not going to tell you meet cute (laughs) those are fun those are fun and because and because of Corey. I mean, he just played it so well and it made it just that much more fun. He just crushed the, uh, I'm the person, but not the person. Even when he's on stage looking for her, like, oh gosh, it was so good. Yeah. He, yeah. You know, being at the bar, cause he is a bartender yes. who just so happens Ugh. to sing and also be the front man at the band she's looking for. But I feel like that's when the movie, uh, picked up for me. Cause I was like, I don't know. I, I just wasn't feeling it. And then the minute we got we got into that bar and we have our meet cute, I was like, oh, yep. hello. Um, and also, just to let you know, I don't think you remember this. We have seen Corey before. No, impossible. 
I would remember this man. No, you. We watched the movie and we actually enjoyed the movie. I think we were one of the the few who did. Uh, he was in Butler's in Love. Oh my gosh, I love that movie. I know, but I believe it. I mean, mostly because of him. I mean, I loved the the lead uh, alongside him in that movie also. But, um, but yeah. That movie, I feel like he made that movie yeah. too. So where, whatever he's in, he's just. You know, but he didn't. He wasn't star. bearded. I know. I don't believe so. So that might that's, be why that's you what threw waited. me. That's what threw me. Well, I would recognize him. Beard, <laughs> no beard. Yeah, he's great. All right. So yeah, the meet cute, super cute, and man, this just drove me crazy though. Of course, she takes a phone call and walks as far away from the stage as possible. I guess to hear, but it just, it just doesn't make sense for a character. You know. It does, I, but that must have been a long phone call or F8s, you know. The F8s. Like, or F8s they, at OBX. They must have only sang the one song that they, well, they only have the one yeah. song. Yeah, they only have the one song. We get a, we get a second <laughs> song later on. But um, I felt like, wow, she would have been gone for the exact amount of time that they played. It was a little silly. Yeah, it was a little silly. But, but I mean, they had to do it, right? To yeah. have the big the big reveal. And it was worth it. It was worth the wait with uh, the hot dog and everything. But I will say, um, as far as technical go, the lighting was okay for this one, guys. Um, you know, nothing to write home about. You know, just sort of... What did you say? He didn't say middle of the road. He said... Even down the road. It was just sort of even down the road. <laughs> um, the one thing they did that I... We're going to put it on a t-shirt. Don't I, worry. I hope so. The one thing they did, which which drives me absolutely crazy, though, is they use this sort of red-orange rim light uh, slash hair light on the characters. And I, I can't stand it when, when movies do this because I don't know what light is casting that. You know, what what's motivating this sort of red-orange light? But they use it a lot, and it just it breaks my heart. It makes me sad. So that's my that's my big call out is the red orange rim hair light. Um, so I had a weird thing with lighting, and I don't usually like pay attention to it all you that should. much. You should every every movie you watch, you should. Well, I'm taking my romance notes, <laughs> so I know you got the the lighting covered. But I did actually write some notes that I thought the coloring looked weird in a lot of parts of the movie, and I don't know if it was maybe it was too bright and they had to like, it almost looked like there was like this darkened like filter on their faces or something. Was and it, it looked like really harsh at times and it just would come out of nowhere. I didn't, I mean, I, I didn't really notice it too much. Um, was it outdoors when they were doing it? It was both. I mean, sometimes it was when they were outdoors, sometimes it, they were indoors and I didn't know why that would happen. So like, if it was, if it was outdoors, they, they do have something called an ND filter, which can give things a, a strange cast to it and kind of boost the shadows. Um, it's possible it just could have been color correction. You know, they could have done something in post-production and editing and done some odd color correction, um, you know, for a look. So it might be a look that you're just not into, but I can't, if it was indoors too, they wouldn't be using an ND filter indoors. So I'm not sure. Well, I don't know, but I'm surprised you didn't catch it. No, I no. thought we would be able to have a discourse was, about it. I was distracted by the <laughs> the orange red rim light in every scene. It was, it was bothering me. But yeah, it wasn't like, you know, it didn't ruin anything. It just was, it you know, a little like, oh, that's kind of strange. I'll have to go back and look. I'm curious now. Uh, but you know, I will have to say, you know, as as much as the the figure eights, you know, they have that one song. Great song. I can't. Too. Well, I can't say <laughs> that it was my favorite song. It did stick in my mind. I mean, and we I were singing it all night after that movie. Well, I know, but it was because you were singing it all night long, and then it stuck in my head. Yeah. 
but it was pretty fun to to sing yeah and i, and I enjoyed how much you enjoyed it <laughs> but you know what band i would have signed i don't think i would have signed the figure eights but the Marianne's. come yeah. on they were great they were really like i would listen to them and i that, wanted more i wanted to hear more from them i yeah. feel like they have to be a real band and i probably should have looked this up before we recorded but I'm going to look them up. Yeah. I mean, them and the other, the solo uh, female artist that was on stage too was great too. So I, I liked, I mean, I liked that aspect and I almost wish they would have explored it a little bit more um, because it was kind of fun to see that side of the music industry sort of signing bands and seeing their hopes and dreams. And Marianne's got so excited when she started talking to them. So I, I did like that uh, funnily enough, you know, and I, I think, having more of that could have been could have been neat could have helped the film out some yeah i'm a big music fan and i do enjoy you know a good indie band so i like the aspect too of it i love finding new bands and new music so yeah i felt like i could relate with amelia in the sense that to me that would be an awesome job to have yeah but like you said i didn't find it that believable like the things that amelia did to like help them out seemed like anyone could have done that you don't have to have like talent or like any sort of experience to like no a person might just want some kindness and that's how you can get things done you'd like, be surprised people are, are mean well people are very well, mean. well the fact that she just they're like we don't know how we're gonna like get this guy to it's like just talk to him just like i never saw them talk to him or be you know well just, he's known they said he's known to be curmudging and so you know a hot dog is a way to a man's heart <laughs> but so, she just gives him a hot dog and puts a chair out for him and they're like oh my god how will we ever repay <laughs> you and i'm just kind of like okay she didn't she, really do anything whoa whoa no i will i will disagree <laughs> with you on this she Start, first of all, she was just talking to him just to interact with him. And I'm sure he doesn't give that a lot because everyone's coming up to him asking him for favors. She was just being showing a little bit of kindness in a very dark and grim sort of world. <laughs> and so for me, I, I get what she did. And that takes a lot. And I'm, I'm happy that she gave that man a chair and a hot dog. Okay. <laughs> I, I hear you. Look, when life is pushing down... You just got to get that chair and that hot dog out and, and have a good time. I thought you were going to come out with this episode singing that song. I was going to. I was like, I, I can't. You I probably can't. you forgot the rhythm. It's been yeah. a minute. You know, another thing is also that Amelia is at this festival. And I get she's only, you know, sort of looking for this one band. But then she starts talking to these others, other bands and kind of making these like... Yeah, it was a little weird. I don't want to say promises, but like, oh, it's like she would have signed any. She's just willy-nilly like, <laughs> I'll sign you. I'll sign you. You've got a great sound. You love the sound. She doesn't have a card or anything. Like, I don't know how, <laughs> you know, this job is supposed to work. But I feel like if you are going to just be willy-nilly signing people, you should have some sort of information that you can give them. Um, yeah, not having a card I thought was kind of kind of strange. Like, just random person coming up to me. Like, I, do you have credentials? Do, I mean, come on. Yeah, but let's talk a little romance. Sure. Um, so the romance was, you know, pretty even, even down the road for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there were, there were some cute, a few cute scenes between Amelia and Will. I thought that it was a cute scene when she does find out about him being in the F8s. And I thought that little interaction was pretty cute. Like right. his his laughing and he's just like i had to it was too good yeah um but what a what a suspension of disbelief to to think that there's no picture of him anywhere right on the internet yeah 
he's not in the garage. He's doing shows. People have phones. There would be photos of him online. I'm yeah, sorry. I absolutely wrote that down. That I was like, that is unheard of in this day and age. That there would be no photos None. of this band. Even if you are an indie band, you at least have like an Instagram. Like you are gonna try to promote yourself. The fact that they are, you know, this close to maybe being signed, that they're playing on the radio, like there would be no images anywhere online yeah. for her to find just no i don't i didn't I yeah don't buy it. i mean big su- suspension i mean it was fun don't get me wrong it paid off because it was cute and just neat but i mean it yeah, yeah. no i'm glad you brought that up because i had it in my notes but i i looked over it but exactly totally did not buy yeah. that but again back to romance the i would have to say my favorite scene that i was kind of like oh this is, you know, and you talk about the looks from, from Corey is, so my favorite scene was when they are on the boardwalk. Wait, the boardwalk or the pier? Cause I wrote boardwalk and I'm like, are, are you talking about the beautiful scene where it's kind of overcast and a little misty and they're on the, the, the pier? Uh, I guess they're, well, they're walking, um, <laughs> by the water and they, they land at the initials. Oh just, gosh. Yeah. You know, that uno- unknowingly land beautifully at their shot. initials. Yep. What are the odds? Um, he didn't plan it. He promises. <laughs> he didn't. Oh, but the talk about looks. Yeah. The way he is looking at mm. her mm. and they're just leaning, you know, on the the pier. Mm. And he he said he just kind of looks at her. He's like, hey, and <laughs> like he's just like in, very intentionally, like intently looking at her. Uh, and I'm just like, oh, 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 my gosh. OK. Um, and that, she's probably eating something. But <laughs> I. Yeah, that was probably my favorite romantic scene. But again, there wasn't there wasn't a whole lot for me to like grab onto. Yeah. I mean, they had like little smiles here and there. I felt like you could definitely tell he was into her. Yeah, for sure. But there's this moment where Amelia's talking to her friend Sam. Right. We haven't We haven't even touched on that. Mentioned yeah. them. I I mean, I don't personally think Take it or leave it. Yeah. It was pretty even, even down the road, um, that storyline. I'm never going to give it up now. But she says something like, oh, are you finally going to tell him how you feel? And I was like, did I miss something? Because I never fully got that she was like so into Will. Yeah. Um, I get they were all friends when they were younger. I feel like I wanted a little more of their their backstory. Did we need some flashbacks? Did you want some flashbacks? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that I needed the flashbacks, but I didn't feel that history between them. I don't yeah. know. So it was hard for me to like get there when she's like all of a sudden, oh, you need to tell him how you feel. And I'm like, wait, how does she feel? I get he liked her. He's talking to his uncle about it, you know, throughout the whole movie. But she's not really, she's mostly just worried about the band and like yeah. signing them and everything. She, I, did I miss something? Like she's not been talking about that. She's no, into him. You didn't miss anything. I have a suggestion for you. Have them not date in high school. Have that happen because the, the backstory of how this relationship ended is absolutely insane. So they're dating. They're inseparable. Apparently like they're just, they're, they're it. They're the, the real deal. He asks her on stage. She has stage fright, walks off. Neither of them talk ever again. That, that, that's it. That, that's the end of the relationship. And they're like, oh, you know, we were kids. No, that, I, I'm sorry. It just, it, 
made zero sense to me the better solution here is just don't have them be dating in high school have them know each other they hung out they're kind of friends but don't have that because that backstory just drove me insane so I must have missed something because I did not get that they dated I thought they were just friends that they were all friends that hung out and that they just like kind of liked each other but I did not maybe I'm wrong understand I, I that thought, they dated I, I thought they dated I thought they were inseparable they were dating um, that's how I took it. And again, I think that goes to speak to the, the poor backstory of these characters that we're both thinking completely different things. Um, so something happened, but we just neither were of us not are happy paying attention. <laughs> neither of us are happy. Um, but yeah, I thought that was a little strange because I wasn't really feeling the like, the sparks necessarily on her end. She seemed yeah. like she had a one track mind. Yep. And the anytime they were talking, she was like wanting to bring up the band and, you know, figure that out. Yeah. And just, I mean, you know, they were kind of playing off the pain of her and, and Sam and the, the death of that relationship and everything. And I just, I wasn't there for that too much. Um, I will say just going back to the, uh, the pier scene real quick, the, the shots there are just so beautiful. It's just a great, a great sort of area there. Um, they do a lot of close-ups where they have a really um, wide open aperture. And so you're getting a really beautiful depth of field on the character where their face is sharp, but then the uh, it starts to fall off towards the hair, the top of the head, and goes into this beautiful uh, blurriness. And it's just so gorgeous to look at. And that that's really adamant in this, um, I'm sorry, evident. That's really evident in this this series of shots here. Just beautiful stuff. It's also adamant. It's also adamant. <laughs> it's also adamant. Um, but yeah, that was that was great to see. I love seeing that. I mean, it was just a beautiful lens they used. Um, just really, really nice stuff there. Uh, but I will say that we do have a lot of roaming camera. And I noticed it a lot with her. There's one scene in particular, I think, where she's reconnecting with Sam. And they're drinking wine. And the camera's just moving in every single shot. Just all the moving. And I think that speaks to kind of the scene where it's like, Hey, you know, the reason they do that is because to get some action in the scene, because what they're talking about is not going to captivate you. And so it's like, if that's the case, then why do we have this relationship with Sam or let's, let's do something else. So the Roman camera really, really got to me. Same. 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 <laughs> no, I didn't notice. <laughs> um, yeah, the Sam, Sam and Manuel story. I, you know, like we said, I feel you know, they were cute and I'm glad, you know, I, I saw it from the beginning. I was like, Oh, Sam's going to, the minute they were like, Oh, we're having some trouble with the end. I was like, Oh, she's going to end up working. I didn't get that. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you picked up on that. I didn't, I didn't understand that. Yeah. I knew she was going to end up working cause they were, they would talk about that. They both were into bands, you know, she'd be like, Oh, you know, uh, the yeah. remember when we'd wait in line for at the concerts and like they would pretend that they had a company, I think when they were younger or what something. What if we really did? Yeah. So I knew that was, that was coming, but we do have, you know, the inevitable conflict. Yeah. <sighs> you know, this is, I mean, this is the conflict that we, we hate the, the silly, silly conflict. Just talk to each other. Just, just talk to each other. I mean, we, we know it's coming. We know that the pop thing is going to come back. The boss is is absolutely awful too. We haven't even even talked about her yet. Um, I thought she was pretty funny. I mean, she's. I'm just saying, like her character. Just how do you run this this business? And just I, not a fan. Um, so yeah, the conflict and it's you know they don't talk and and then it gets even crazier, where 
to resolve the conflict, you know, she doesn't go speak to them, you know, backstage. She does that daring thing where she goes up on stage and gets it gets really awkward really fast for me. Yeah. Well, before cringe. Th- is that what the kids say? Cringe. Cringe. Before that, I just to speak to the boss a little bit, sure. Lydia. Um, there were moments in this movie that I felt like this movie could have been a lot better. Mm-hmm. You know, with the script, if they had maybe leaned into a little bit more of the funny. Yeah. Because with Lydia, I feel like they were trying to go there. It was there. almost there. It was, it was almost, almost there, there, but I it agree. just kept kind of falling. I, the massage thing, I get they were trying to be funny. It didn't fully work until the 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 sideburns where she's talking about her ex and she's asking Amelia like oh did you see him like what did he look like <laughs> and she's like oh I hear I hear he was growing out of sideburns and um I don't know that that scene I like, almost laughed out loud like I wanted more kind of humor in that regard like I feel like if they would have leaned into that a little bit more it could have elevated well it's like they didn't know if they wanted to make her a villain or not but they're like well yeah. we have to make her a villain to give her a reason to make her own company so I think if they had just not made her a villain and just had fun with that character and just had Amelia decide to do her own company on her own. Um, I think that would have been a better character and a better movie overall. Yeah. And we wouldn't have had this, this conflict. Yeah. Um, but I also thought it was very strange that she is, uh, apologizing on stage, which I get we've done, you know, it's a big gesture. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I guess it's a, it's a marketing ploy. Like it's supposed to be like a sweet thing, but it's also her announcing her new label and come saying, on. Hey, anybody want to work for me? Yep. Come on um, in. so I guess it's smart on her end, but it kind of like downed, it kind of made the moment not as special. Sure. Yeah. I, you know, I feel like that should have been an intimate, more setting, you yeah. know, where she's talking to him and saying, I'm so sorry. You know, it was very weird that it happened on stage while she's getting over stage fright. Yeah. I found that part to be a little unbelievable because I too have stage fright and I, I just would not want to go out and speak to people. And I actually loved, I, I almost wish they would have leaned into that a little more of like her anxiety being yeah. around people where she talks about even with two or more people. Cause I'm the exact same way. I hate being the center of attention. Like any, if it's more than two people and I have to like tell a story or like, you know, speak to something like I'm like palms sweaty, you know, like mom spaghetti. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I liked that she brought that up and I was like, oh, wow, that's adding some depth to this character. I, know. I, I thought they should have leaned more into it. Yeah, exactly. And, instead of her just magically getting over it. And that as someone, you know, I, I struggle with with anxiety and, and speaking in front of people as well uh, to a certain degree. Not, I don't think to the degree that she was expressing and for her to do that, it just, it's, it makes it unbelievable. Yeah. And the fact that it was such a, a declaration, like it wasn't just like, oh, hey, here's the band. It was like, she was going on and on and like saying all of this stuff. So yeah, I felt like as someone, if she did have as much stage fright as she says, like that to me, I would not have been able to do that. That would have been very difficult, but I know they were like, Oh, we told her to tap into her confidence. And I guess she's a whole new person. I guess, I guess she did. I just, I didn't like that. She made the, their moment. Like this was their big moment. They get on the big stage and they're performing at this festival. And she kind of like made it about her and her new business. But well, she did, she did get them on that stage. True. Because of the the chair and And the the hot hot dog. Um, but we get to we get to see figure eights perform the I, I kind know. of wanted to see more like we've seen that little we you know is I'm assuming this is a real song. I don't I mean, know if Corey Cott is in a band. 
that they this is their song or this is someone else's song but I'm like is this an actual song that is like a full song because we don't get to hear it in the sh- in the movie they just play that like one part when life is pushing down oh. over <laughs> do you want to sing it I don't I don't want to sing it I don't want to sing when life is pushing down this <laughs> was pretty good um so we do you know they sing the one song and I'm like this is a huge festival. It seems like they're like headlining almost. Like it's like at the end of the yeah. night, they're on the big main stage and they sing one song. Well, there's more. There's there's more songs. We don't see it. Well, he does come back to sing the second song that he just wrote though. Yeah. So if he hadn't written that, they would have had the one song. Again, suspension of disbelief. They're they're <laughs> cranking out some tunes. They they've got some they've got some other songs we don't see. <laughs> Yeah. It's it's funny and a little weird, but yes, I, I agree. <laughs> it made me chuckle. But the thing that, again, suspension of belief, he loves her? Yeah, that was fun too. He had a good time with that. Uh, I mean, again, they had to, and I think that kind of solidifies my point. They were dating in high school. Yeah, I feel like, but I didn't see it. Like, I wanted to feel more of that chemistry for him to drop the L-bomb. Like, I love you. Like, mm-hmm. I've always loved you. And I just, I, I was not feeling it. Yeah. No, but what were you feeling that kiss? Oh. Were you feeling that kiss? <laughs> well, I was getting to it. Yeah, you built on that kiss? So, yes. Didn't feel the history between them. The romance was even down the road, as I said. Yeah. But. Yep, here we go. This kiss. <laughs> This was a good kiss. When life is pushing down. <laughs> there was nothing pushing this kiss down because it was, it's not what you want it to be. Okay. It was, it was a capital letters sparks. <laughs> I hate that you do that. <laughs> kiss. If I had been more invested in this couple, sure. in this movie, I feel like it could have been a blazing inferno. I mean, there was some passion. It was a very good kiss. Yeah, it was a very good kiss. I, I was. Even I was, as me. A non-romance expert, I could tell this. This had some sparks. You hate my capital letters, sparks. <laughs> no, no, it's just it's just fence building. It's just fence building. I, um, you know, I love my fences, <laughs> even down the road. Even down. Oh my gosh. Um, but no, it was a very good kiss. Yeah. Almost wish, that blazing inferno. Almost. Yeah. I wish we had more of it. Maybe go go back in for some more. But you know, I can't be greedy. And then everything works out. Yeah. She starts her own label. She's going to be a success, I'm sure. Yeah. Her and Sam in that little cottage. Um, I assume that's what that is going to be mm-hmm. for. Well, they do. They show yeah, it. They I show forget. It. We get the little. Yeah. So, yeah. It's sweet. This movie was a, it was a sweet movie. It's a solid background watch. It is a solid background watch. I but that song will get in your head. Be prepared. <laughs> it will. And so now I'm going to have to do some investigating. Maybe I'll follow up with, you know, find out where the Marianne's are. If they're a real band. Find out about OBX, all the, all the juicy goss. And if figure eights is real. Yeah. Corey Cott, y'all, y'all come and perform anywhere near Charlotte. The one thing I'll say, <laughs> yeah, I know, right. The one thing I'll say is that, there, we had no wild horses. The Outer Banks are known for their wild horses. I thought we'd get a horse scene. Well, um, they didn't actually film it. Well, in I was going to say, Banks. it didn't look like the Outer Banks. So it felt more like... Uh, Canada? Yeah, with a rocky <laughs> coast. The Outer Banks, North Carolina, it's it's a beach, y'all. It's a beach with grass. There's no rocky coast. Um, so that kind of threw me as someone 
uh, who's been a few times, but who's know. a big fan of the OBX. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of the OBX. I got, <laughs> I got that bumper sticker on my car. I don't, he doesn't. And I've never been, so I can't speak to yeah. it at all, but no, it was good. I mean, I thought they, they did a, a decent, even down the road job. So <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, a, more Cory Cat, please. please. That's the takeaway yep. from, from this episode. Uh, but that was making waves. Mm-hmm. And we're going to we're going on a safari for the next one. Yeah, I'm excited. A lot of I with, hope I hope they nail that with camera. With A dubs. I hope they <laughs> I hope they nail that camera talk. Can't wait to see A dubs with that uh, that lens. It looks like there's some low depth of field in this one. Uh, I mean, that's not what you want for nature photography, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I think I'm I'm keeping my expectations high. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it again, but like mid. Mid, even down even, the road. Even down the road. But uh, I mean, Andrew Walker. It's I don't I don't see how it could be bad. He can do no so, wrong. So yeah. um, and I and I like this this pairing of him and Brit Brittany Bristow because yeah. I like her. So uh, we'll see. We'll be back with that one. Mm-hmm. And again, as always, thank you for listening. If you are listening on Apple or Spotify, if you want to give us a little a little five star rating, <laughs> that'd be awesome. That'd be great like review subscribe shout us off the rooftops whatever you guys do keep doing it because we we appreciate all of it we really do thanks so much we'll be back next week thanks guys thanks